horsing around and horsing our way through the dry period of the offseason. I'm Andrew Mason. Andy Lindahl of Orange and Blue 760 is here with me. And yeah, we talked about it. We said we were going to get to a bar debate. We had our squirrel moment last week talking about a few other topics, including the notion that the Broncos could go 4-12 and based on the SI.com MMQB prediction, which I think is total nonsense and uh, based on how many teams they had at the extremes. 12-4 and are better, 4-12 and or worse. I think there's not a lot of validity there. But now we are going to get where we thought we were going to go, and we're going to get on to the bar debate. And you had this with Columbus and Lindahl. Oh, yeah, I told you and yeah, Lindahl. That's great. Yeah. You had this with Tyler Palumpus <laughs> on your show. You had Sean O'Hara. You had him as a guest, right? No, he had said it on NFL Network, okay. but it got us going because he told NFL Network that basically the Giants have wasted Eli Manning's prime. They won two titles. That's what That was the immediate reaction to Tyler Palumpus. He's at two Super Bowls. Nothing's been wasted. you know how hard it is to get to one Super Bowl? So what you're saying is if that's a waste of talent, then what did the Colts do winning only one Super Bowl, Peyton Manning? Well, they had him for 13 years plus the year that he was out, and they won one Super Bowl. I don't that's personally, a waste I don't, if you're talking about winning but wasting. I don't feel this way, but I'm sure there's some fans that would tell you the Broncos wasted Manning's years here. I mean, you went to two Super Bowls. You had a ton of winning. You never were playing in the first round while he was here. His run was incredible. But I don't think it was a waste. No. The two Super Most successful free agent signing in history, maybe. Yeah. 50% of the time you're going to the Super Bowl, and then 50% of the time you're winning the Super Bowl once you get there. I don't think that was a waste. That being said, and we'll get back to this oh. next week, the 2012 season was the what might have been year. Sure. But we'll get back to that. (laughs) You can listen to us next week, and we're going to dive into that. But when I think of guys whose prime and career was wasted, okay, Dan Fouts. And they had some pretty good years, but they never got over the hump with the Chargers. That's that's an example of of, of waste. Uh, Joe Thomas in Cleveland. Yeah, that's a great one. How one of the come four up with that be- right away. One of the four best left tackles in NFL history, in my opinion. Best left tackle of the 21st century. He doesn't even play in a playoff game. That's a waste. Of, that that's a waste. I and mean, he won't say it that way, but that's a waste of talent. At a, that talent at a premium position, yeah, it's not quarterback, but right behind quarterback is left tackle, edge rusher, and you had that guy that you could build an entire offensive line and really an entire offense around. See, for me, I mean, that's a great one. It's funny you would bring up Dan Fouts because the first one we thought of was Phillip Rivers because there's a guy that we may hate him here in Denver, but I also know – there's plenty of fans that immediately, when the rumors came out that maybe he doesn't want to go to L.A., he could be up for trade. Everyone's like, go get Phillip Rivers. Go get Phillip Rivers. That would, If Phillip Rivers was ever a Bronco, that thing would turn from hate to love in about five seconds. Look, it did with Peyton Manning. Yeah. well, Bronco and, fans did not like Peyton Manning. And I know this. Phillip Rivers has been just, he's been nails, as they used to say in baseball. Just nails. Every time he's been in the Broncos' way, he's always made you nervous. I mean, that's a guy that competes his butt off, 
and because of poor decisions in the draft or guys just getting injured, which made me always wonder about the Chargers training staff. There's a lot of, see to me, wasting a guy's prime is because it's sort of like LeBron in basketball. He's done all he can and deserves a better fate for his individual efforts, but the team around him just couldn't hold up. Frankly, John Elway would have been a guy you could have talked about wasting his prime if you wanted to, mm-hmm. uh, because in the LeBron James fashion, as we've said, he drug three teams to Super Bowls that maybe didn't deserve to get there when you looked at the total complete teams of the teams they had to then face. And also helped that they were in the AFC at the time. Right, because the AFC was the weaker, what was it, like 15, 20 straight years that the NFC won the Super Bowl? Super Bowl 19. Was a joke. To Super Bowl 31. Yeah, it was brutal for a while. 13 in a row. And most of those weren't close. No, they weren't even good games. The NFC Championship was joking. It's kind of like what the uh, Western Conference Finals have been in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, wasted prime. Here, let me give you an argument here. Who has been... I didn't phrase that right. Who do you fear most, Eli Manning or Philip Rivers? Oh, by themselves, Philip Rivers. Yeah, I don't care what and cast you, you put and around Phillip him; Rivers he's making me nervous. Yeah, yet he's got no Super Bowls, and Eli's got right. two. See, I would throw at you your thoughts on a, like a Barry Sanders or a Calvin Johnson from De- from Detroit. Yes. I mean, how does Calvin Johnson? We we went and looked back. I don't think he played in a playoff game, did he? Uh he did. Which one? Just one, right? No, I think they got there in 2014 as well. When else did they get there? 2011. Calvin Johnson? Yeah, the Lions <laughs> got there in 2011. Are you sure? I'm positive. I'm <laughs> trusting you. <laughs> yeah, they, remember, because they were they went from 0-16 to, was it 2-14 and 9 the first year of Matt Stafford, and then they were somewhere, they, they were starting to kind of take those baby steps forward in 2010, uh, they won at Tampa Bay in overtime late in that season, which basically knocked the Bucks out of the playoffs because they ended up losing on a tiebreaker with Green Bay to get in. And then in 2011, they broke through and made the playoffs. Now, they still haven't won a playoff game since January of 1992. But, yeah, Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders, those are two wasted careers. Yeah, it, it is. And th- Adrian Peterson. See, we brought him up. Tyler didn't think as much. I'm with you. I think they absolutely – how do you not put a better squad around Adrian Peterson? Well, they had the squad in 09. Brett Favre was the quarterback. That's true. I forgot I forgot about that one where they went all the way. They got to the NFC Championship lost game. lost to the Saints. They're driving. And you've heard Vikings play-by-play man Paul Allen's famous call. But what are you doing Passing. And they threw a pick, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Forgot about that. That was the team that should have done it. Still, that's a waste. And then, But if the Vikings win that game, we're talking about Drew Brees' career being a waste. Well, see, that's the funny <laughs> thing. I threw, out to, I threw out to Tyler the day that we had talked about it. I said, hey, man, don't you think Drew Brees has had a little bit of a wasted career? And he said, no, they've gotten the most out of it that they could. And the fact, the guy's got a Super Bowl. He said, for a guy his size... He's gotten everything out of it that he could. But to me, for as good as that guy Besides, is. screw that. What about the talent? Yeah, I'm with you. See, to me, for what that guy has been, what he's been in the league, that's wasted. One doesn't seem like enough. Now, I get it. You get one, and, and everyone's happy. And look, then you got to ask the question, at least all sorts of other things. Did the Chargers make the right choice going with Rivers over Breeze, which I still would say that they did. 
um, because when they had to make that decision, remember John Lynch famously hurt the rotator cuff of Drew yes. Brees, and nobody was sure how he was going to come back from that. But I think the question then is, should they have bailed on Brees that early? Because basically Brees was three years into his career, and they decided, we want Philip Rivers. And then Rivers sat on the bench for two years. Yep. And then it, it looked, look, Drew Brees through year three, you didn't know which way he was going to go. So that actually made sense. It made, it made sense at the time. But then you recall in, in 04, Chargers go 12-4 and four and win the division. Would have won in the playoffs, but Nate Kading had a bad night, the worst possible time. The Chargers, well, back on the Chargers again, they're just snake bit. Well, let me throw this at you. Here's one that hurts Bronco fans, but I'm not so sure. I think this may be right. And again, Tyler, Tyler's got kind of a different definition, and that's fine. I respect the players' take, but I think that's. I think these kind of debates are for guys like us, anyway, right? Um, Champ Bailey. I, I, it, it's very hard for me to not say. With as good a corner as he was, I, I bounced this off Tyler, which was the one thing that got him to kind of rethink his answer. If you give Champ Bailey the pass rush that Aqib Tlaib and Chris Harris have had, where the quarterback doesn't have time to try to avoid you because the time isn't there. He's just got to make a decision and throw. I mean, think about what Champ Bailey saying, could do. I have to make a decision. I'm just going to – if Champ's on the right side, I'm only looking left. Yeah, which still – And what if it's like late in his career where he had – obviously Champ Bailey wasn't uh, what he was in his prime by the time he got to 2011 and 2012, but he had Chris Harris Jr. over there. And you remember in 2012, teams were still not throwing at Champ Bailey very often until the playoff game. In the regular season, the only time Champ got targeted heavily was when they played Cincinnati and they had A.J. Green. And the thought was, okay, if there's one guy who can make plays on Champ Bailey, it's A.J. Green, and yet Champ still got a pick. Yeah. But, but other games that year, they're throwing at Chris Harris Jr. Or earlier in the season, they're throwing at Tracy Porter. He, and they're getting pick sixes. He just was so good. So yes, good. Was. I mean, it was, to your point, it was don't even look at that side of the field. 05 and 06, I don't know if anybody for two years has ever played cornerback better than Champ Bailey. So, you know, wasted, you could argue that. The 05 team was good enough. Picked a bad day to have a bad day in the parlance of John Fox. Yeah, it was. Well, it was tough, too. You had, you had um, who was the old defensive coordinator under Josh McDaniels that was a linebacker coach? Wink, Wink Martindale. Wink Martindale, 2010. DC. And he just kind of knew that Champ's foot would be a bother that day. And he kind of knew in the cold Champ's foot would probably bug him because yep. he was with the Ravens. And he's the one famously that told him, use Torrey Smith and go after Champ. He can't keep up because of that foot. It just was, it was a bummer, man. It was a bummer. And in 2013... An underrated storyline, and I think maybe an overlooked storyline at this point when we reflect on the Manning years. Remember, that was for Champ. Yep. Peyton was putting up the big numbers, but there was a big sense of we've got to get there and win it for 24. Yep. Because he was such a great player. Yeah. Such a great player. And he came back in in the AFC Championship game after Chris Harris was gone for the year with the ACL. Vaughn Miller's Vaughn's down. Vaughn's gone. No Ryan Clady that year. He's basically on one foot and somehow holds up his end in the secondary just enough. Yeah. I wish they'd gotten one for him. Well, I mean, and I, you don't want to really. Because he's a top five all-time Bronco for me. See, and I'm with you. And I hate to, you hate to use the term wasted, but I don't know what else you can do, honestly. I think it is a little bit wasted because um, 
he should have been in the playoffs more than he was. You remember the Broncos had that long stretch where they could not make the playoffs till Peyton Manning and Tim Tebow showed up. Five years in a row. And most of that was champs. After champ goes to the 05 championship game with the Broncos, they don't go back to the playoffs until they get Peyton Manning and Tim Tebow. Until 2011 with Tim Tebow, then Peyton Manning from that point so forward. So basically his last playoff game was in year seven for him, and he doesn't return to the playoffs until his 13th season. It's brutal. Hey, Steve yeah. Atwater will tell you. He, and, and I don't even know if he remembers this, but I remember reading a quote from Steve because people were talking about John Elway, and rightfully so, heading into that Green Bay Super Bowl about win one for John. And Steve had a great quote I remember reading as a kid in the paper where he said, hey, look, not just John, I went to the Super Bowl as a rookie, and we've only been to the playoffs just a handful of times since. Never been back to the Super Bowl. I think Steve's next playoff appearance came when they um, he had the two heartbreakers. One in the AFC Championship loss to Buffalo in 92. When John Elway got and, hurt. And then the 93. Um, the 93. They played the no, Raiders in week. Yeah, 93. Yeah. They played the Raiders in week 18. There were two buys that year. The Broncos had lost the Bucks the week before. Go out to Los Angeles. Lose in overtime in the reg in the regular season finale, which means they have to go back. That game to was the from Coliseum. home field in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, between those two teams, anyway. And look, if the Broncos win the regular season finale and the playoff game is in Denver, I think the outcome is different of that game. Maybe not of that season. I don't think they go to the Super Bowl. No, no, no. But it would have been nice to see him get a shot because that but, offense was percolating. Well, it the, was starting the, to. The problem was. That defense had been outstanding in the four years Wade Phillips was defensive coordinator. But then Wade becomes the head coach, and he hands the reins to Charlie Waters. You should see the look on Steve's face whenever the name Charlie Waters is brought up. Really? It's nothing personal. It was just he was in way over his head. Well, everybody was. You know the funny thing? You know who wasn't in over his head? Jim Fossil. Yes. That's why I thought this was going to work. I remember as a Bronco fan, I remember thinking the Wade marriage was going to work because you had Wade, we thought we'd keep the defense the way it was, and you had Jim Fossil come in and basically implement his version of the West Coast, right? And it wasn't a bad offense. They just didn't have the guys to fire it. By far of his career, statistically, his best season in 93 to that point. Now then he built on that, had better seasons once Mike Shanahan came in. But that season reset and, chain, and, and raise the bar of what John Elway could do. You wonder if that season would have turned out differently if Wade had, called, had been the head coach, but had been a head coach that called the defense. Kind of yeah. like Mike Shanahan calling the offense. Maybe. You know, there's just something, and Wade's admitted it. You know, I think Wade is one of the guys. I don't think Wade can crack the whip when he needs to. And if he feels that's unfair, then I'm sorry. But for whatever reason, this is a guy that's great as a coordinator and all the players love, and he knows how to play the chess match and is great as calling the defense and so on and so forth. But I just don't know. I don't know what it is. Something There's something missing when he becomes a head coach, and he talked about that during his time here with Denver during the 2015 season, how it just isn't for him, and he knows that now. So, anyway, those are some interesting candidates that wasted their prime. Are there any other? See, I'm trying to think if there's any other Broncos, you know. Would you say that the Orange Crush guys were wasted? So I wouldn't. No, because that was... That, that was special, and that was... They were you, the trailblazers for this franchise, too, as far have, as getting to success. But you didn't have any Hall of Famers yet among them. Now, Randy Gravishar should be a Hall of Famer. Louis Wright should be a Hall of Famer, but they're not in. So I think when you're talking about wasted, you're talking about really the guys that are kind of on that higher level. Floyd Little was wasted. What about Dennis Smith? 
Got to go to those Super Bowls with John Elway. Endured every one of those miserable Super Bowl losses in the 80s, but... Yeah, I'm not sure I would say wasted. Okay. Good player. When I think of wasted, I think of guys who are like Hall of Fame conversation guys. Okay. That's fair. At key position. Look, if you have a great guard and, and you have... Thank you very much. Bring my drink. We're back at Big Bill's. Yeah. If you have a great guard, and Big Bill's has been outstanding, by the way. If you have a great guard and you have 10 years but you don't do anything, I don't think that's wasted. When I think of wasted, I think of those premium positions. I think of a skill player. I think of a quarterback. I think of a left tackle. I, on defense, I think of a corner. I think of a pass rusher. Um, I'm thinking of – I'm going through pass rushers in my mind. How many of them were wasted? Right. Not too many. I mean, you had Simon Fletcher with this team. I'll give you one way back. Uh, Deacon Jones, fearsome foursome. With the Rams, that's a wasted career. They they were the best pass rushers in the game. And him and Merlin Olson anchoring that line, and they they never even went to a they never even went to a Super Bowl. Seriously, isn't the poster boy for this got to be and Barry then Sanders? Win an NFL championship back before Super Bowl. <sighs> Barry Sanders, Walter Payton. For a while, people thought he would be the poster boy for it. Well, someone and then they finally broke through in year eleven for Walter Payton. Does a Super Bowl victory eliminate the wasted moniker? Because someone said even though Sweetness got the one, they should have gotten him still a touchdown. Wasted. Yeah, that's what my Ditka says. That's what sits poorly with a lot of people: the fridge getting the call at the goal line and not Peyton. Should have been should have been Sweetnesses. I'm trying to, you know, I'm sure if we went back and really, really thought about it, maybe we could come up with some more. But th- some of those are interesting. I mean, I, I'll just ask you. Again, it depends on how you feel about the Super Bowl moniker. Did the Broncos get everything they could have out of the defensive squad they'd put together? Right now? To be determined. Okay. Even though Keep Tlaib and Malik Jackson are gone. You still have Chris Harris Jr. You still have Von Miller. You still have Brandon Marshall. You still have Derek Wolf up front. And you're still running a lot of the same concepts. I, I think we're still finding out that, that out. This year is going to have a lot to determine on that because if the team improves and goes to 9-7 and seven and 10-6 and, and gets back in the playoff conversation, then you've probably pushed the window back open for another year or two with this defense. That's fair to me, I, I guess. But if, you, but if this team struggles and goes, let's say it goes 6-10 and 10 or 7-9, and nine, are they keeping it together? No, I, it's a great question. I mean, someone asked on the text line, there's, they said, if Vance Joseph, does he keep his job if they go 8-8? Eight eight? And I'm thinking, well, that seems silly. But in this town, maybe it isn't. I don't know. You know, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be a great improvement upon his record from a year ago. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's good enough. John Elway and the Broncos have extremely mm-hmm. high expectations and extremely high standards. I mean, to your point, how many – did the linebacking court change? You know, do you mix some things up in the secondary some more? I don't know. It's a great point. If they struggle – does a Bradley Roby come back? I mean, we don't know. It determines the play on the field that we see, which we obviously can't predict. They could tag Roby. They could tag Roby, or they could just start over. Hey, you got to give John Elway credit for this. People have wanted to take a shot at his draft record or whatever, and you know what? That's fine. You know what? I'll say this. I don't care how you do it. Just put the team together. And whether you whether you want to be you know bitter about it or not, and frankly, I think in some cases you're being bitter. He put a super offense together. He's put a super defense together. And I think right now, 
We'll find out what his next plan of attack is. Because I don't know which is the way to go. I think he's probably looking for more balance, ultimately. I think that's what this team looks like to me right now. One where maybe the defense isn't elite, but still pretty good. Think of the Bears in the late 80s, early 90s. After that peak of 85 to 86. From 87 to 91, they go to the playoffs four times in five years. And their defense was pretty good. But their offense wasn't enough. And as a result, they kept they kept falling short in you know the divisional round a few times, the wild card round once, I think also. They did get to a championship game in Los San Francisco. Let me give you another uh, thing on wasted players. I, do, I've got one more candidate for you well, before I'm, we wrap it up, I'm too. Doing a but it's a here. group. Okay, I'm curious to hear what yours is now. Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Bruce Smith. That's a great one. The early 90s Bills. Dude, you went to four straight Super Bowls. Andre Reid, too. Can't forget him. You went to four, well, yeah, Cornelius Bennett, mm-hmm. Tasker. I mean, look, there were a lot of fun guys to watch. Um, you wait, Did you waste that core because you got there four times and never won? Well, you wasted that one game-winning kick, with all due respect to Norwood. I hate to put it on one guy, but that's the one you should have won. Mm-hmm. They they ran into they ran into a buzzsaw now against the Cowboys, and you faced them twice. You know that Redskins team was kind of fluky and put it together for a year and really you know mowed through the league at that time. But and then they got real old real fast. Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. But I hate. I don't know, Andrew. I hate to call it a waste when you went to four straight Super Bowls. We don't celebrate that as much. But you owned a conference. You absolutely owned What's a conference. What's the bigger accomplishment? What's the more unlikely accomplishment? Winning it all once or going four years in a row? To me, I think it's a greater going, accomplishment. I think it's four, going four years, years in, in a row. row. Everybody's coming after you. We were all and you AFC have every West. reason to be dejected down in the dumps. Yep. And yet, year after year, they kept pushing the boulder back up the hill. Oh, and then on top of it, the Music City Miracles mixed in after that because they they dipped for one year, went back to the playoffs for a couple of years out of the playoffs, and then Doug Flutie comes in, and you've still got a few guys left from those early 90s teams, and Doug Flutie, and they had, they'd hired Wade Phillips because Marv Levy retired. Somehow they pick the team back up, and they go to the playoffs in consecutive years. And remember, that 99 Bills team had the number one defense in football that year. Help me out now. Which team was it? Houston they had the incredible comeback with Frank Reich against? Yes, I'm mixing my miracles it up. It does. And you know what that brings me to? Another wasted career. Warren Moon. Well, there's one for sure. Warren Moon is absolutely, and he he didn't stay in one spot. But with the Oilers, definitely, they okay. had him. They had him for ten years, and after he adjusted to the NFL from the CFL, he was playing at a high level for seven of those. So let me throw this at you because I know you know we're kind of hitting our time limit for this thing. But how about you know what kind of started this in my mind, and I've thought this for a couple years. What about the Legion of Boom? Did Seattle get everything they could out of out of the Legion of Boom? You got one Super Bowl, you got a second appearance, plus a young quarterback who was cost controlled but got to an elite level really fast. So that's the thing about the Broncos. The Broncos had an old eighteen million dollar quarterback who we were all just enjoying his final few years of playing. You're, I mean, you talk about Seattle. To your point, you start putting it together. You got Doug Baldwin. You got Marshawn Lynch. You've got this young, as you said, cost controlled core. And it all seems to unravel by one failed decision offensively at the end of a Super Bowl. But it's been a gradual unraveling. It's not like it happened immediately because they go back to the playoffs in 2015. 
and 2016. It's only now we're talking about them missing the playoffs. But every year the returns diminish just a little bit. So you think Not Wasted got the most out of that legendary group? Well, if they're wasted, then you'd have to say the the Bears of the 1980s were wasted because they only won one Super Bowl. Well, if they're wasted, I hate to say it, then we're going to be talking no-fly zone will be interesting, too. I hate the notion of saying that if you win it once, it's wasted. No, I'm with you. I think if you win it once, it takes it off there. But, man, considering how young that secondary was. Mm -hmm. But it's also the salary cap era. You can't keep it together. Which is too bad. And I think in a pre-salary cap era, the the Seahawks, we'd be still talking about them as a championship contender. Instead, now they're rebuilding. It's too bad you can't keep it together if you've got it, because to, you know, with me, I, I'd like to see. I wish Akeem was still here. I'll be up. I'll be upfront about that. I wish Akeem was still here. You know, I wish it all could have worked out. You know, I wish you could keep that team together forever. I wish you had Manning and Demarcus Ware sooner than you did. You know, and I've even got fondness for T.J. Ward simply because he was part of that no-fly zone. Mm-hmm. To me, the no-fly zone is always going to be part of the Super Bowl team. Yes, and, and I love the standard. I think the standard should stay. But I'm hoping we find a new nickname. I don't know that you and I have totally discussed it, just because to me, the no-fly zone is is going to always be Darian Stewart, T.J. Ward, Akib Talib, and Chris Harris. That's fair. It's the original and the best. But I still think as long as you have ele- elements, members of that with the team, you can still use the term. Yeah, you can be like Metallica with their 12 different bases, but... <laughs> I mean, Rolling Stones had a few changes too, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Guns and Roses. But you, but you still <laughs> had you still had uh, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger, and you know, the Broncos still have Chris Harris Jr. and Darian Stewart and Bradley Roby. We'll see if that can hold up. But I'm not calling the No Fly Zone a waste. I, who would you? Let's just. No, put, no, it's absolutely. Let's put a bow on this. Biggest wasted career of all time. All time. All time, huh? How about I threw a new one in the mix? Go for it. Derek Thomas? Interesting. I love getting a shot at our Kansas City people, so. I know. I know you do. That's that's your thing. And I've made sport of tweeting at Kansas City people over the last few weeks, and I've made mincemeat out of them. <sighs> so let's just go Derek Thomas just to twist some nipples. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Like old school gym class out of grade school. I'm going to say Dan Marino. Really? They got there only once to the Super Bowl. Lost big time. And when they got there in year two, remember for Dan Marino, his first year, the Dolphins win the division, then get upset in the divisional round by Seattle. A year later, they go to the Super Bowl, lose the 49ers at Stanford Stadium, basically a home game for the Niners. But after that, everyone assumed the Dolphins were going to get back. And that Dan Mar- it was just a matter of time for Dan Marino won the Super Bowl. And it never happened. He never even got there. In fact, after that, he only got to the AFC Championship game twice. 85 losing the Patriots, uh, 92 losing to the Bills. That's the biggest wasted career in NFL history, I think. All right. Wasted... Wasted opportunity. My dad always says the saddest thing in life is a missed opportunity. The Dolphins missed one with Dan Marino. Missed it in big time. For Andy Lindahl, I'm Andrew Mason. We'll talk to you next week.